thought I was ready for the bangs and I'm not. I'm just, I'm not. What do you mean? I, You're not ready for them? No. Down the road. Normally, like... In your and, life in general or, you know... Well, I just feel like straight across bangs are typically something that you work up to. You either put so much thought into it or so little, but it's never something that like you wish to spontaneously occur. Does that make sense? No, like, it, it does. But I do think that bangs are actually the things that people are just like, fuck, I got bangs. Like, always. Yeah, yeah, no, like, exactly. I've had, I've had accidental, they're always accidents. Like, I feel like bangs, well, you think they're going to be planned, but they're accidents. I, th I think it's more of like, bangs are just like that kind of like, fuck it decision. Like that, like, let's just, I'm going for it. Like, I know they're a commitment. I know they're upkeep, but like, yeah, I feel are. like I need it. I see that none of that happened for me. I just, all my hair broke off. Okay, you know? can, can uh, no. I don't know what it feels like for my hair to break off and then I just get bangs. Well, it feels terrible and it feels unplanned and it feels like a new challenge has been presented and I- Are you spiraling? <sighs> Today's the first day of me trying to like actually wear them down. You've had so, them for a while though. So I feel like you've just been what anxious to like see the full, see well, them in their full light. No, they went from micro bangs, literally from my hair, chemical cutting itself, um, like these like little fringe micro bangs. And then we kind of hit like that alfalfa period. And now it's like they're at this length that I can't really hide them like into the rest of my hair. So they're too short. Just, they're too short to hide. They're too short to hide. No, they're too long to hide, but too short to not wear as straight across bangs. Ugh. Hey, it's all right. I had and they're bleach before. blonde. <laughs> I kind of like I like them, dude. I just I need them longer. I just need them a little bit longer. Guess what? I, You're in luck, dude. It's just hair, and guess what? It grows back. It, it grows back. It grows back. So you know what? There's things that like are permanent, and that's not. It's just hair. That's true. You know? Do we address the elephant in the room besides my bangs? What is that? The fact that we haven't recorded in a month? <laughs> if that's what you're talking about, then I feel like it should be addressed. Do we address it now? I feel like now would probably be better than later because then we might stop recording. <laughs> True. Okay. So, guys, we're back. Guess and who's back, 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 back again. You're down no, to we're a ride. We're definitely, we're definitely, we're definitely back. Friends. We're back. We're back. But there, a lot has happened, and we didn't mean to accidentally take a month off, but it ended up being what we needed. Um, kind of like a forced uh, reflection, forced summer break. Um, but here we are, and we plan on uh, getting back to consistent. Yeah, no, it was like a it was like a summer vacation. Yeah, we needed a little vacation. Because um, truthfully, what, like the heat of the pandemic, we kind of started doing this, and then we didn't ever take a break. And it was kind of just like, hold up, like I need to get my brain straight. I need to like process, you know, 
Because if you're going to put content out, you got to make sure that, you know, you're giving yourself a mental break to like be able to put something together that's worthwhile. And I think me and Soleil were kind of just getting into a routine that was like, fuck, 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 fuck. When this is something that we love to do, opposed to feeling kind of overwhelming. And like, this isn't something that ever felt overwhelming to us. And then it started to feel that way. And it's like, that's not beneficial to you guys either that are listening and enjoying, you know, tuning in here. Um, and yeah, we just wanted to like, we keep trying to restructure things and come at things with a better approach because guess what? We're learning the best way to do this. And like, we also don't know who the fuck we are still, you know, that's the, the premise when we started this podcast was writing out your mid twenties because it's fucking confusing and difficult. And, you know, we're just trying to figure it out, but we were very open and honest and, you know, comical about it. And I think that that's what people love about this. But when you're stressed making it, it's like, fuck that. You know, that's not. When I, I think we put anyone. too many like rules and boxes up for ourselves. And that was never our intention. And actually everything my therapist has told me not to do. And it was like we were trying to hit these things that we didn't need to hit and it was like wait why are we doing this oh wait because we love it and this is what we loved about it so like let's just do what we love and that's the whole point of the show so if you're down to ride like the ride is picking back up we've uh, refueled we got some new tires um we gassed up there's a lot of snacks i need more snacks several stories from uh the breakdown yeah a lot's been happening and like you know thank god that we have this platform to spew our fucking lives out on because you know what? It actually makes me feel so much better. Like I love sitting places and just listening to other people talk about their lives. And I'm not joking. Like I Is that why we love the service industry? I am constantly eavesdropping and like just interjecting to the point people think it's like weird or not, but I'm like, Oh no. Right. You're talking in front of me. I'm going to listen. I have ears. I'm serving your table. I'm going to interject and share my opinion, whether you like it or not. Like, this is my table that you're joining. So if you don't want to hear my... <laughs> you're in my house now, it. bitch. You're, you're literally, when you sit down, you're like, your conversation is now mine, bitch. <laughs> but it's also funny when people are just trying to be really private. And I'm like, okay, you're literally at a restaurant and I literally have to take care of everything at the table. So it can't be that that private and stop looking or at me. Like or it's like a huge inconvenience. It's like, it's like a massive, like, what are you doing yeah. here? Like, bitch, I just want to clear your plate so your arm's not in some fucking salsa. Help me help yeah. you. But truthfully, um, yeah, it's it's I missed I missed recording though. I really did, but oh I really did need the time. I just needed to like reflect and think, and I haven't been able to like take a fucking break, I think, and I don't even know how long, like a year. Um, and I yeah. genuinely I was like, I'm gonna get so much writing done, I'm gonna get so much work done. I literally drank sat on the beach and ate for two weeks how That's satisfying it. was that though it was so good it was so good i'm just still exhausted from the amount of lack of sleep and drinking and eating and like swimming in the ocean i did um i don't know why i'm still exhausted from doing Do the bare that? minimum it's what a tiny that? violin i know right <laughs> That's what I'm saying, where I'm like, how can I but fucking be I'm talking shit, but I hear you. Like, it's it's literally you need a vacation from a vacation. But that's what happens when you're oh. all gas, no breaks, because you're jumping one thing to the next. You're making time for the things that matter, but, like, you are cramming them into your schedule. <laughs> like, Yeah. Well, the six, the six days or so I've been back, seven, I've worked six of them. 
So I, and I also work the next three straight. So like, I just don't, I just don't know. Um, yeah, that doesn't, that, I think that hasn't well, helped. Should we update, should we update the listeners on your, uh, health diagnosis because that was we kind of left them on a cliffhanger you were on your deathbed last time we spoke oh right when i kept saying i didn't have covid yes surprise what she had covid what yeah yeah i was like oh yeah i'm just like a rundown no i i had covid heavy that was also something that led into the you know needing a break vacation um yeah yeah i had covid for two weeks like actually didn't move couldn't move from my bed for nine days minimum and then had five days of straight work and then I flew off to go back to the east coast um so it was just like yeah it was just a lot um COVID destroyed me truthfully uh more (laughs) mentally than your COVID brain was wild I couldn't think dude there was one day where we were both just like yeah, she's not well. No, like, I, that's what that's what the scariest part of COVID is that you are literally mentally handicapped. And like I'm not I'm not joking. I I can't you cannot think straight. I was like I was worried like, about you leaving the apartment cuz it's like it's like a common sense thing. Like you literally it's almost like done. you know when um like animals get sick or something and like they walk into the road to like die. Like that's why yeah, I just had this image analogy. of you COVID braining like and just like <laughs> And I'm not going to lie, like there's kind of some spurts after having it that I, my brain fog kind of comes back a little bit. Truthfully, dude, it's like really whack. Like I've been kind of having it again recently and I don't know where it's coming from. It's like really makes me like there's nothing I, I would take being sick, sick opposed to not being able to think clearly like any day of the week. I've never experienced something like that. And like I was saying that to Soleil, I was like, yeah, you know how everyone jokes about how this like, I, I obviously don't know the truth to this at all. But like, you know how everyone makes that, those comments that this this virus is made in a lab? I was like, dude, after having that, that shit is whack. Like if that was made in a lab, I would not be surprised by any fucking means. You can't think. You, you were like, even, it's the most unnatural sickness I've ever the had. Most unnatural sickness that I've ever had. And you're like, you're sitting there and you're like, am I sick? Like, am I sick? But then you like have no You were basically delirious. Like you. Yeah, you're it, delirious. It was a vibe. So yeah, we had to take a month off for a little bit to recoup, gain some energy yeah. back. Um, spend some time reflecting on the show on what it meant to us. I'm not going to lie. Um, I got called out a couple times about us dropping the ball and it was nice. I, I, it was, it was kind of cool having people be like, yo, what the fuck? Like, where have you guys been? Don't tell me like it's over because granted, like we are terrible at communicating and should absolutely have like put something up on social media. But yeah, once again, like, we, we needed to fully disconnect kind of from everything. Um, but just to have people being like, Hey, I actually went back and listened to a couple older episodes while you guys were gone and just re-listened to the ones that I liked. And I just, uh, this new part that I re-listened to this part and it spoke to me and I was just like, damn, like here I was just kind of like going through it and just sharing these stories, but not even really getting myself to reflect on them and understand the importance of them and how far I've come in terms of my eating disorder, how far we've come with this podcast, how far we've grown, like just all these tiny little, you know, that we just packed into these week's episodes that I was like, whoa, that's actually fucking crazy that 
you can still go back and listen to these things and people want to hear these things and they are helping people. And it, it was just a really interesting sort of validation, I guess, that yeah. I wasn't expecting. Sometimes you don't even know. I don't know. We just don't know how much we're doing all the time. And like, that's the thing. Like we're just in, we're just in autopilot and like, it's just kind of crazy how, how like driven that we are that I don't even take the time to be like, wow, that's great. And that's really why I wanted to go home because I haven't seen my family in a year, but every time I go home, it's usually in September, like once a year. And I get to sit and just be like, what has happened in a year? And it was just really crazy to be able to sit there you know, when I was home and just be like, I, the, I don't even, I honestly can't even recognize the last time I was here, that person that was sitting on this beach opposed to me sitting on this beach now. And it's a specific beach that I'll go to. And it just, it's emotional and like spiritual and in a sense, because it's like, wow, a year seems like nothing. It seems like a blink of your eye. But when you actually just want to sit and think about the things that have happened in that whole year's time, it's beautiful. And it also was really cool to be able to you know, I, I, I got to see my ex that was like, I broke up with him a whole year ago. And then seeing him it was and literally seeing around how, this time, this is what kind of started yeah. the whole podcast was this time last year was when these conversations with us really. So if anything, and, and I wanted to interject as well, it's essentially been nine months, like we carried this little baby. And now we're we just we're in our what's it called when you get to like take work off or like having your kid maternity leave yeah we're on we we took a month of maternity leave to let our little podcast baby like flourish on its own for a minute so great analogy yeah no we had to go on maternity leave but yeah no like it's just crazy because that put thing there's always something that kind of puts things into perspective but like let yourself put things into perspective like you literally appreciate yourself so much more like i coming back here i was just like fuck yeah grace like that was so painful that last year. <laughs> like that hurt. Like, and don't di like, and I, I am the type of person we all know that I, I don't want to feel sad and I don't want to like feel hurt, like that I'm hurting, but truthfully it's irregardless. We're going to feel pain. We're going to hurt. It's just, do you want to acknowledge it? And sometimes I don't want to, but to sit and reflect on, wow, all of that pain, all of that time alone, like I'm really I'm really, really so proud of myself and like I've accomplished so much and I, I'm so proud of who I am like after going home and like I'm so glad that I got to take that time. I guess I'm privileged in the sense where I could take two weeks off of work and everything. Don't get me wrong, but um, I work hard to be able to do that. So it's just Absolutely. like, you know, but take take that time for yourself because I, I, I don't think I would be in the same mental headspace I am right now if I didn't get to take that time for myself and like acknowledge myself and see myself for a fucking second. You know what I mean? Like see yourself. Other people see you way too much and we get caught up with how other people perceive us opposed to how we perceive ourselves. Yeah. That's, um, I mean, speaking of privilege, like I'm lucky in the sense that I can pop up and see my parents whenever I want to, essentially, if you know, I have at least right. two days off, I could make it to them. No problem by car. Uh, and back and not miss out on any of my routine down here um and I'm actually gonna see them this Friday and I cannot freaking wait because I missed my mom's birthday last week uh I haven't missed her birthday in a couple years so much to the point that like even when I was living in LA 
um, on her 50th to surprise her. I called my brothers who were living together in uh, Slow in San Luis Obispo and was like, it's mom's birthday. They're going to dinner. I'm picking you guys up. We're turning and burning. Like, let's go. And we mobbed all the way up to Redwood City, which is six hours away from L.A., five and a half. Picked my brothers up, took them to dinner, had dinner with my mom, surprised her and all her girlfriends, and then just hopped back in the car and drove right back down. So I'm really excited to be able to kind of pop in and stir up a little, yeah, stir up a little trouble with my parents and see them just for the night. So I totally hear you on like the reset. There's something about being where I grew up. There's something about La Honda. um, Because while I did grow up and go to school in Half Moon Bay, like I was raised in La Honda, which is an even tinier little town, kind of between Half Moon Bay and Santa Cruz kind of vibe. And it's full of it's it's beautiful and there's redwoods there's a creek in our backyard my parents have like a beautiful house um it's our childhood home there's just so much like sentimental value or or not sentimental value but there's just so much like sentimental yeah there is it just you know you spend so much fucking time there like you you know like i was sitting there at my parents house and i just like don't ever go there obviously and i'm never fucking there and i'm just like wow there's literally something about like even the air like there is a different type of air that you can only get and it's like this cold and it kind of smells like this dirt smell and like at least for my parents house outside because it's in the redwoods and it's just like it's a different breeze it's a different smell and like it's like oh this is home and that's that's calming on like a whole other like grounding level of even the laundry and everything there smells like you know like just how food is cooked like everything like remind like home has like that specific scent like just everything about it just resonates because guess what we spent the most of our lives there like truthfully like i spent 17 years of my life there and i spent 22 23 22 yeah yeah i spent 17 18 years there and like I, I always just pretend like I, oh, I'm grown up, and I, I no, I spent majority of my life there, you That's know. Crazy. And I have actually never thought about that. We still have lived like with as much as we've grown, and we think we're adults, right. and we have our own lives, bitch. We have still spent three quarters of our lives under our parents' roofs. Like, yeah, that's what who I was are we? While I was there. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking that when I was there, my mom's like, "You want dinner?" And my mom is trash at cooking. God bless her, but she is so bad at cooking. And when I'm there, me, my brother or sister, we will always cook everything. And like, we have to like teach our parents how to cook. And it's just like really funny because I'm sitting there and I'm like, I've still lived in this home and had to be taken care of majority of the time. And here I am cooking, teaching my mom how to make shrimp scampi. And still knowing where like the pots and pans are or where things would be, what ingredients you would have or wouldn't have in your parents' house kind of vibe. Like, right. Yeah. My parents have grown a lot, though, since we moved out. I think they needed that because, like, we didn't even have, like, a – dude, we had, like, bare minimum shit when I was growing up. We had, like, enough plates for everybody in our family, like, salt and pepper only, like, so fucking white. Like, and now they have, like, at least a spice rack. There's something about fiesta wear that just, like, hits home. Like, my parents had, like, fiesta wear from their wedding, and they still have it. And it's, like, this blue and yellow fiesta wear set. And to me, that's, like, childhood. Yeah, it's just wild, dude. It's just wild. And then seeing your fucking neighbors and stuff. Like, I don't oh know. Just God. Going home right? I and they're recognizing you and you're not recognizing them or something. Or you're like, God damn, they look old. 
Yeah, they look fucking old. And they're like, dude, you were shitting yourself last time I saw you. Like, come again. It's just wild because it's also really funny because my neighbor's across the street. His name's Skip. He's like a great guy. They call him Skip because he's a Vietnam vet and he literally just skips off in his fucking sailboat half the year. And he's like a legit legend. And I love listening to his stories of Vietnam and just like just sailing around the world. And like his wife died a couple of years ago Mm. and his children are in their 40s now and have never moved out in their 40s, dude in their 40s and i remember when i was like 10 years old and i was like an outspoken child shocking and i remember like going up to lauren which is her name she lived with her dad and she was like i don't know she's probably like 29 30 she listens to our podcast and hears us just absolutely like, fucking not well, but i went up to should. her and i remember i remember touching touching her shoulder and being like aren't you too old to live at home like aren't you sick and tired of living with your parents <laughs> and yeah. she was just like oh i really like living with my parents oh and i was like but imagine being in your 40s, like, what's your sex life like if you're in your 40s living with your dad? Non-existent, I'm guessing. E, yeah, I... They've they lived there their whole lives, dude. Besides maybe, I think they even commuted in college. Like, I've never not seen both of their cars in the driveway since I was legit little. And when I was home, I almost had this hope that I was like, do you think Lauren and uh, Little Skip are still there? Yup. Both their cars still in the driveway. And I'm like, fuck, that made me feel good about myself. I was like, wow. I well, everyone, driving. everyone. <laughs> part of me is like everyone has their reasons for what they do. But then the other part is like, yo, get out of the house. No, no I, excuses. I, just, I think there's always a rhyme or a reason because, You're yeah, I think they were really sad that their mom died. You know, obviously, oh, that's sad. Yeah. It was like really tragic kind of how she passed away. She was shoveling snow and had a brain aneurysm, dude, and just Jesus died. Jesus Christ. Yeah, and she was like the cutest woman. She was so cool. She had like a, a purple a purple Toyota, purple lipstick all the time, like purple nails. Like she was just so super, super Wait, I remember like, you cute. telling me, is it your house that's purple or is it your neighbor's house? Oh, that's my, no, that's my neighbor. But my mom is also purple everything as well. Yeah. Purple bitches. I don't know. They're like the purple girls across the street from each other. They would always like perp. Yeah, they would always like. Oh, speaking of perp, another thing. My dad's growing mad weed at the crib at back at my house, and my mom is now smoking weed, and it's it's really cool to see you know the effects on people that have never really smoked weed before. And so like you'll get you'll you'll like this story. So uh, my mom my mom isn't like. She wasn't really big in the marijuana before. She never really cared that I smoked it. She would always just be like, just smoke it outside. She never really cared. But she started smoking weed um, recently because my dad just has so much excess of it. And she's trying to like, you know, just for him. Yeah. Legit. Flex. Um, Such a flex. Like he's actually such a good gardener. So like he's very, very good at growing weed. It's crazy. Um, Green thumb Makura. Yeah, honestly. Um, and so my, I come outside and my mom is like, do you hear that? And I'm like, hear what? And she's like, the wind, the, the trees, the, crink, the, cr- the crinkling of the fireplace. And I was like, are you stoned? I was like, are you high? What's and she going was on? Like, she was like, yeah, I, I, smoke a, I smoke weed now. And she's like, I've never appreciated nature and the things around me so much in my life. She's like, 
I just sit out here and I make a fire. Dude, this lady makes four fires a day. Like she just sits outside high as fuck burning shit and like just sits in like, there's so many trees in my backyard and it's really like beautiful, like the amount of nature back there. And she's just like, I've never appreciated being outside or wanted to be outside. No, when I tell you this woman sat, never was outside my whole life ever like doesn't go outside she is outside 80 percent of the time now just like in the fucking that's trees fucking awesome like not know, only like, it, like really vitamin rad. d like just <laughs> fresh air marijuana Fires. oh we're here for it snaps dude here for snaps it snaps for parents like, finding <laughs> weed snaps for people trying new things snaps for building fires not in california though we are on a high fire season thank you to yeah. our firefighters who uh Thank you to our, yeah, everyone protecting the state, everyone. actually. Small disclaimer. But yeah, on that note, so late. Um, do you work next Thursday, Friday? I don't know. My schedule is so ass backwards these days. I started bartending, yeah. then got demoted from bartending. So I'm actually back Why? to training. Uh, we've learned that. Well, I mean, everyone that listens to this podcast knows I'm terrible at drinking. So imagine how that would translate to knowing drinks behind a bar. Not very so well. So you're drinking behind the bar too much. Mm, yes that's exactly the problem no no it is not uh, <laughs> no i am not drinking behind the bar at work i don't even trust myself to like get high and go to work like truly like that's i just can't do it that's scary um because yeah, i, I think i would like like imagine if someone tells you they have an allergy or something and you're stoned and like forget to put it in and like you kill that person no, I no, I even when I smoked a ton of weed, I never went to work high because there's yeah. something about being high that's like I'm chilling that running around a yeah, restaurant. Yeah, like, like it's not hustle not mode. Thing. Like there's nothing about it that's like I'm gonna make money. It's more like no, enjoy your food. I'm like no, bitch, I need yeah. to turn this table. Don't let that's them what enjoy. I'm that's why it's like Get there's the time out. and a place to be high. But you like, want a to go box? Here, yeah, here's a to go in. cut for your margarita. Get the fuck out. The only time I would like to be high working is like when I'd be shooting photography. That kind of made my shots, I think, better, truthfully. Oh, interesting. Um, and, and I wouldn't overthink anything because like sometimes you're like, oh, do I want to risk it and like, you know, change my light aperture to be like, you just don't give a fuck. You like take all these creative chances and they come out great when you're high. Um, sometimes it's a little bit out there and you're like, wow, what was my vision? <laughs> but um, That's how it is reading my journal sometimes. I'm like, girl, you had something and we lost the plot. Like, yeah, that's, yeah, I, we all know I'm, my journal entries when I was high back in the day, I write them about my feet, so. Uh, fondly. Yeah. So, I don't know. Skirt, skirt. Okay, and the moment you've all been waiting for, <laughs> our dating segment that has actually been kind of picking up with these two hot girls. Woo, 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 woo. I mean, not for me. I just kind of wanted to throw myself in there. I'm going to shit I mean, you, again. Yeah, but uh, it's a positive. It's shit not story. good. But besides the fact, we have a real, real, real treat for you all. Ladies and gentlemen, I have been using this one meme way too much. You know how you can send GIFs, you know, on like phones, like yeah, those little moving course. videos? My favorite yeah, one lately to send out has been that one where it's that little old lady, that little bitty, and she's like, it's been 84 years. I don't know if I know that. You don't know that one? I'll send it to you right <laughs> after this. I can't wait. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's because um, I have a boyfriend, question mark? Yeah. Question mark? She's a boyfriend. I have a boyfriend. She's a literal, like a literal partner in life right now. I have a boyfriend. 
and it's been 84 years. Yeah, it's crazy. I can't, I like, I, I'm having a hard time, like, you know, making sense of it. I am too, because it was uh, not planned for. Um, and that is how you get a boyfriend, ladies and gentlemen. Wild. It's never fucking planned. You don't try. You try the, when you, you do the opposite of try, actually. You show them the most horrific parts of yourself, whether yeah. you are too stoned, too drunk, or I I mean those are basically it. Um yeah. for really like overexposing uh traumas. Um You also yeah. share with them that you don't know what you want and they're like, that's hot. Yeah, you yeah. just be yourself. How fucking crazy. And then you find someone that actually like likes how you are and thinks you're hella funny, even though they won't admit it. And we'll get there. Go on adventures. Yeah, that's amazing. And I'm super happy for you because, you know, you I've seen so much like as we're talking about like slowing ourselves down. Dude, you've I've seen with men and you the crazy growth that should definitely Wild. be why because you really are the type of person that feels like you kind of need to put a label on something kind of like figure everything out and you really just like had a hands-off approach to let things just kind of happen opposed to try to make them happen and like that's how like truthfully you can't if there's one thing in the world that i do know is fact you will never get a boyfriend when you're looking for one you will never get one you will never find a life partner when you're actively fucking searching for one and and dating a bunch too like when you're dating a fucking shit ton it's really even hard to even find somebody you like then because you're mentally and emotionally strained um yeah well, it's when kind of that hands off gratification so like i i mean this has definitely been a process and there have been like tears along the way which is kind of wild but that's actually like what led to i guess me being in a relationship um was like a bad it's night out um but this is yeah I mean it's it's kind of weird to like say I'm in a relationship because like I said it wasn't planned for it wasn't schemed for I never really even like and this I don't know it it sounds like cold but I like I never planned for anything serious with this person if that makes sense like we are both literally just hooking up like that's how it started and that was the best relationship start (laughs) that was nine months ago uh, like back in January um, and then it just kind of evolved and we kind of like I mean I've dated other people ish in between and like definitely I mean this podcast knows it's like a fucking diary of bad dates and you know uh, quick interaction kind of vibes but um, yeah we like ended up starting to like really hang out together um, what we d- realized June 12th it was kind of funny it ended up there was like a story this weekend about june 12th and we were like wait a second and that was actually the weekend you were down in san diego um because i left breakfast to go hang out with him oh yeah um uh, and then we just started like still kind of hooking up but going out and like doing more stuff going to baseball games concerts symphonies um music festivals dinners like kind of just fucking everything and realized like we actually did really like spending time together and that's when it got kind of confusing and that's when it was kind of up and down like emotionally for you know figuring out what I wanted and not letting other people's feelings come before mine um 
So it was definitely a learning experience of also having to like come to terms with feelings evolving that you weren't expecting, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Because that's like kind of a weird thing as well. Like if you do have someone like once again, put rules in my head of like, no, this person is strictly this. So then to have them evolve into something else and having to redefine that was kind of wild. And we both like had a moment where like it wasn't set with what we were and we were like kind of upset with each other. And it was like, well, okay, clearly this has gotten more confusing than we were anticipating. So now we actually have to have a conversation. And I had a big girl conversation and was like, can't expect girlfriend behavior, like without a girlfriend label kind of vibe. Um, Like we have to meet each other, like kind of in this parameter. And that's what we ended up doing. So now I'm in a relationship. Well, I love that. (laughs) Truthfully, I love that. Because the reason that I love it, and I would be honest about not loving it, let's be real, but I really do love seeing when somebody gets into a relationship when they've taken the time to work on themselves. Because if you aren't right with yourself, you legitimately can't be in a relationship. And there are so many good things that you just said when you were speaking. Like, oh, you can't expect me to act like a girlfriend when that's not on the table. Like, old Soleil might not have known how to say that. You know, therefore, now you're putting yourself and in to a actually say it instead of just thinking it or being upset or settling because it kind of got to the point where it was like, hey, if this is an expectation, if we are going to have the conversation about not sleeping with each other, then or not not sleeping with each other, not sleeping with other people, uh, that would be wild. I got in a relationship. We're not fuck? sleeping. Yeah, you want to date? You want to be my boyfriend? But we can't fuck anymore. Um, at all. Because I don't fuck before marriage. You'd be like, absolutely not. <laughs> nice. Absolutely um, not. But yeah, I mean, it it was kind of a fucking trip being able to actually say what I wanted to say and to not be scared of the ramifications because it's in some sense, like I felt as if I was giving an ultimatum and I've never liked to do that. But at the same time, that ultimatum was something that I felt was important and was like, if this is how it's going to be, then like things need to be this way. Like there needs to be like. I'm just super proud of you as a friend, like super proud of you. Crazy, crazy. Super fucking proud of you. I love seeing somebody grow and then have something. This is something cool about life, guys. When you actually take the time to grow and do adult things, you get blessed. You get blessed. And you get bangs and they're drying terribly I you were gonna say, and you get banged you do you're getting you got banged and you're getting banged consistently so i yes. ultra love that for you yes and maybe that's that. why i'm not as upset about the bangs because it's like at least i am still like getting laid you know true, true <laughs> like true, regardless true. of my friends. that's actually so amazing about having a boyfriend because i went out like with one of my friends um uh, one of my best friends out here who she has a boyfriend and he's our good friend too. He's like a really well-to-do actor, like really successful like actor that when she goes out now, dude, she used to look like, she, not like she's not stunning anymore, but she wears hoodies out with a hood on, dude. She wore a straight up at a fucking beautiful bar that we were at. I'm not going to lie. I have already started to like change what I go out in and like oh, I yeah, throw a do. hoodie on at the bar now too. It doesn't like, matter. Yeah. No, and it's so like, nice. Say it's something. So nice. I, I know. You. But it's like, she straight up had a hood on and a baggy sweatshirt at this beautiful fucking bar in Santa Monica. And I was like, 
fucking Brittany, can you just at least like still try to look hot so I don't just look like I'm out with the dudes and a fucking another dude in a hoodie? Like, bro. And she's just like, I don't give a fuck. Like, my man, like, I'm with my mans and I have my mans and like, I don't need to feel like I have to like try like that anymore, which is like really refreshing. Obviously, you can dress or do whatever the fuck you want, but when you feel secure, it's like, you just care so much less. And like, I hate that I'm on that vibe too when I am single because it's just, but again, it's like, why look, I can't be looking for, I'm not looking for a relationship, you know, at all. And like- Just looking for a little bit of attention. Yeah, just like some, like kind of, but like, I honestly, I don't know. It's just hard. It's just hard when you've had something that you know is like real love and then try to find set like it's weird you're in a you're in a pickle right now it's just constantly i feel like i felt like in kind of the past year i just kind of felt like it was just constantly settling for subpar men that i know um aren't worthy of me and i can do better and that's like not fair to you as a guy and like that's not fair to my mental well-being either so i've kind of just i'm kind of just done i'm done trying (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm not joking. I'm literally done trying. I'm I'm not trying. I don't care though. Cause like, I honestly, I'm at peace with the fact that I've literally experienced amazing love before. And like some people go their entire lives without feeling that. Okay. Well, what did we just say though about my situation? It, it pops up when you're least expecting kind of vibes. So right now it's I, like, I'm aware of that too though. Yeah. So like I never, any person that has ever been. Well, no, but what I'm life, saying I is like, just do you them. like 100% yeah, yeah. just do you and whatever's meant to be will meant to be or will be Jesus Christ. Yeah. Ugh, no, it's, it's, just, a it's just a tough place. Like I've never like I've never like talked to my a, a person that I've broken up with again. Like I, like every person I've ever dated and we've broken up. You know that did cross again. my mind. It, that did that did cross my mind when you told me you'd seen them. I was like, and she said she's never fucked an ex before. I've never have, and I get why people do it. <laughs> Jesus Christmas. <laughs> And I do it again, bah, bah. and I do it again, and I'm gonna do it again. I promise you. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm literally not kidding. Like, and I'm always just like, that's such a bad idea. So Grace like, got COVID and fucked her ex. Slay is a boyfriend. As you can tell, we've been busy this month. Like, okay, me and Quinn don't like to use the term fuck. <laughs> Grace made love. Is that better? Um. Yeah serenaded each other with each other's genitals i I didn't mean to put you on blast i can i can edit that out i can no it's okay um i i kind of just want i just have never i just i'm really anti like you know trying to reopen something that you know if it's not meant to be but i also think that we also put these things in boxes that we tell ourselves that they're not meant to be but it's all time so isn't that kind of a weird juxtaposition in life as well um I feel as if I'm constantly going back and forth between that like finding that balance of letting things fall into place naturally while so still hard. going after goals or people you know like just kind of that like, like life let what, yeah well like put. that's legit that's the that's balance what's of really, legit life that's like my hardest that's the biggest pickle like is that how do you you know even with like spirituality or something how do you let things become a part of you or come in and out of your life without letting them define you or take over your life and that's where I think it's (laughs) I think truthfully I think that that was the hardest thing for me in the past 
my in my life um truthfully but something that has really helped me is having faith in your own intuition and knowing Mm -hmm. like for myself like having faith in my intuition because like that i used to kind of just try to like strangle life because i wanted to get so much out of it but not letting myself take a step back and like let life evolve in front of me that's where you get answers and i think knowing that i really trust myself and i really fuck with myself at this point and i have a really good head on my shoulders and that's what makes me just be like okay, I know I can make the right decision when it comes to it, but take the fucking foot off the gas. You know, like, you know, when you, my intuition knows when it, you just need to be in tune with that. And I think that I was talking Damn, to a that friend was, about Yeah, it. that was, you've made, made some deep points today, girl. You've got me thinking. No, I've been alone a lot. <laughs> that month off did you good. Saying, I'm just saying, I, I really think that that's like, been the the best part of of how I feel comfortable now in my life and spending so much time alone in the past year is like I really really have faith that I know I'm gonna make the right decision if it's presented you got to me. you like I got yeah. me I've never felt that way before though and like that's why I strangled life if that makes any sense I'd never let life take its course I literally how, needed to fucking smother it <laughs> how beautiful though is it that in the last year or nine months or you know in in, in our podcast baby's lifetime we have come to fuck with ourselves so heavily like we some, some days are easier than others don't get no 100 percent. But. but i think the bottom line and even what you were just saying right there is you know you can pick yourself up you know you can take care of yourself so now it is simply a matter of allowing people or things to come into your life like you've you've passed your own tests you've been yeah. so low before that you now know that you know preventative measures you know that you can overcome that much like i know that i can overcome that today i felt like the biggest piece of shit i had the gnarliest workout i quit halfway through my workout i beat myself up about it and i i absolutely just feel disgusting right now and these bangs are doing nothing for me in the moment (laughs) and like i truly can't stop (laughs) on that note of loving myself i hate myself today yeah no but that's the thing is like this is i know the second i walk out of the door because i'm going to work i'm I'm going to put on a sick like playlist and just I am that bitch and I'm going to go make my money and be confident as fuck and just handle my business because this is just a momentary like I can turn that thought off now and be like fuck it I know everything like I'm going to put on the same clothes I always wear to work that I know I look you know server appropriate in and I'm just going to go do my thing and just because I feel like a piece of shit I'm not letting it take the I'm not a piece of shit though you know what I mean like that's the difference of like that's being an adult, though, because I didn't know how to differentiate that. Neither did you for a long period Fuck of time. No. And even now, I feel like this is the only second time in my life that I've actually caught it and been like, Haha, I'm on to you, brain. Like- no, straight up. I feel that. And like, I remember just being because I was really anxious uh, once I left home after like, you know, my sister just had another baby and I got to yeah. hang out with her other baby. And my sister just graduated law yeah. school. And my other brother just got married and graduated college. And there's just literally couldn't be more going on in my family. And like, to be around everybody, I got to spend so much time with my little brother and we're so fucking close that like leaving made me like, just, oh, why do I live here? Like, why am I doing this? Why am I fucking in LA writing comedy? And like, truthfully until today, I've been like, I've been in a weird headspace because I was like, what the fuck am I doing here? Like, why am I like escaping my family living in Los Angeles? And then today I like, I had a, had a great day, like mentally, like, you know, getting myself back into gear and like checking in with myself. Cause I was so overwhelmed to the point where I was like, I need to get it. I need to talk to my therapist right now. Like this, this, and this. And I was like, slow the fuck down. You have yourself. 
Yeah. Every time, every time I started to, like getting ahead of myself, I was like, slow the fuck down, Grace. You got it. And that's genuine fact. When have I not figured it out and had my own back? Yeah. When I has it have. fallen through? It is kind of, it's almost, it's that, it's, it's that balance of knowing you still have shit you need to do, but that balance of things are going to work out. Like, I know I'm doing my best. I know I'm going through life with like a pure heart and, you know, good intentions, like whatever is meant to be at this point, like whatever is happening to me is happening for a reason. And how I react to it is simply just a matter of where I am at, like emotionally and like myself, like everything I can control my reactions to things. I can't control the things happening, but I can control how I feel towards them and being able to differentiate that. And as someone that struggles with control, like that's kind of wild in itself too. Like it's, we are not who we were and we're still growing and we're still changing and like fuck dude dude life is still going on though because everyone else that's the other part too though everyone in your family has all these things going on like we're all these little just parts of ourselves and i know and it's a constant reminder too like hey guys nobody gives a fuck yeah like like actually nobody gives a fuck grace if you get back with your ex or don't if you do comedy or you don't you do this or you don't and like that is what literally drives people into their fucking grave gives them fucking cancer like is what other people think of them when everybody else is so fucking also worried about what other people think of them that they but don't also have time to worry about you how busy are you in your life doing things that you love or like even things you just have to do that you don't have the time to spend thinking about all these people like fill your life up with shit that keeps you busy or you know things you enjoy so that you don't have to focus on what everyone else is doing because the people that are that you're focused on the people that actually are living their lives and loving the fuck out of the struggle and the highs and the lows and the ride itself believe me they're not sitting on instagram they're not fucking connected to everything they are not doing what you're doing behind the screen kind of vibes you know yeah and it's like even something like that for me, I'm just like, I, I haven't even been able to like make content or use social media. I was going to say you've, you've cut uh, down a lot on your social media recently. I know. And like, I literally like lost followers on my platforms and people asking me like, why don't you make content? Like, I can't follow you. And like, and it's just like, okay, like I needed to take time off of, you know, trying to make things for other people when I'm still figuring myself out, like, sorry. And like, I just didn't want to be making things that I didn't think had any meaning behind it. And yeah, so Thursday I'm like getting together with like a content creator that's going to shoot all my content for me and a bunch of actors. And like, I'm actually going to put together my writing in a way that's constructive that I want to, you know, and like take a next step. You're not just doing it to do it. Yeah. Where I'm like, yo, yeah. So I haven't been making content for a bit because I've given myself the time to make something better that I think is going to be better. Like, I want to see my writing and see my vision of something like actually constructed beautifully. Um, We don't want to be the fast fashion of content. We don't want to be the fashion Nova, the Opali, all that bullshit. Like we want to be the Levi's. (laughs) No. And like I've had other people like reach out to me. The Davies and the Dickies of the podcast and content. Yeah. Just straight up. And like, I guess I just like, there was some people reaching out to me before I left to like make content and do things with them that are just like content that I can't align with. And it's like, sure. My platform would just like really grow a lot faster. And it's just like, I don't care. 
I literally just don't give a fuck. And like this other person that was going to help me shoot my content, he's like, I want to shoot it this way because this, this grows views faster. I'm like, well, then it doesn't. I don't want to do it. I don't give a fuck if I have 2 million followers. I want to put something out that I can look back at and be like, I fuck with that. I like that. Well, like, you and I jumped on a famous in the influencers podcast kind of back in the beginning and I remember both of us being like we knew who she was and we'd watched her scat her skits and things like back in the day but we didn't follow anything she did now because it was all endorsed it was all through a strict lens of just for likes and like sponsorships and it was just fucking trash it was flat like it kind of sucked to be a part of granted great experience forever grateful for it don't mean to sound ungrateful or anything like that kind of vibes you know our voices are out there being heard by millions of people um but that wasn't like what we wanted to do it 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 just it wasn't authentic and I think that that's where you're at right now is you got you did all the quick content and stuff and uh, fucking hated it like you weren't enjoying yourself and you were stressed out no and like but there's also points of it too that i fucking loved it like when i actually took the time to construct something like that was more put together and thoughtful in some of my content that's when i felt really good but like some of the other like it was a 50 50 and like it just it's just really hard to be consistent um but it was actually really cool though dude because like when i was home i i like ran into a, a bunch of people from the east coast that like knew Knew, that followed me and were like, I really like your comedy and I like your work. And it made me feel really good to like run into like run into people that, you know, can vibe off of something that I've created or, you know, how I think and how I, you know, cause it's, it's just, you don't get to hear it back as much. Um, people are always thinking and, and sharing something, but to be able to like meet some people on the East coast that resonate with your work and like it. And it was, it was nice. Um, it was nice to like be able to have that happen. But at the same point in time, I have so much work to do to like be where I want to be. Um, that that's just like, that's just the grind right now where it's like, it's just the evolution of the process. It's part of it's narrowing it down. It's trying new things. It's, you know, picking things up and seeing if they fit. And if they don't, it's, it's okay to take a step back and regather and try something new. It's just, that's kind of what we were saying. Like that's life. That's the ride. It's not planned out, but like we can try to hit certain points. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's fucking hard though. Fuck yeah, it is. I know. And it's like crazy because I grew up with my dad. Like I never grew up with anybody like making me, I like telling me that life was going to be easy. Like I grew up in like a fucking household that was like, life's fucking hard. Get your shit together. Like save all your money. And it was like in a toxic way and in some sense that life is actually a lot more beautiful then I think I got it's to get simultaneously it really simple yet really complicated. Yeah, but it's not as fucking hard as we make it. If I no. can really, it's really not. Like it's really, there, really. There's fucking nothing not. worse than going on a therapy rant to Deb and then having her be like, "So, what do you think caused this?" And me having to be like, "Me, like it's life isn't hard. Like it, it truly like this one thing snowballs. It's not that hard." No. Hey, I just, I just, it's, it's literally not that fucking hard. And stop looking into what you're thinking that hard because it's not that hard. It's just not that hard. But it yeah. is hard. It is hard, but it's just not that hard, though. Nobody said it's going to be easy, but it's, it's not that hard. It's a delicate dance. Speaking of easy, delicate dancing and therapy, um, I am a month and a half into weaning off my antidepressants. 
How do you feel? Honestly, I feel great, although I have been crying again randomly. Um, I think I that's know. just you, though. I, I think that like, really is just me. I don't think that has anything to do with the antidepressants, in my opinion. I think that might just be you. It's for sure, probably. That's actually likely. really, you should be blessed, though. That's a good thing about you. Right? I love crying. I truly do. I actually kind of missed it. Um, such a release. Such a great release. Um, love a nice shower cry. Mm, yeah the silent sob as they're just rolling down your face is an iconic slay move the amount of water usually while still making eye contact with the person the random usually individual that is just paused to check in on you bless those moments or it's my dad for whatever reason (laughs) um but yeah i've i've been uh i've been tapering my antidepressants i'm feeling good i haven't had any bad side effects or anything really that i've noticed um i will say i'm doing it super slow and steady and also super confused by uh, big pharma because i'm literally i they're little dopamine maracas so it's little capsule little plastic ones and then there's like all these fifth there's pellets inside and that's the medicine and so i unscrew the capsule and i pour it out and then i count the balls the little like pellets in there that are the dose they're never the same number in these things and they like range between like 56 literally the most i've ever found is 77 it's a 75 milligram dose so it's kind of wild. So now I've just been uh, slowly taking, you know, a couple out and then doing that for a couple of weeks and then upping the amount I take out. And it's been an so far positive experience for me. I've checked in with Deb while doing this. I'm still feeling good. So that's just kind of where I'm at mental health wise. Um, yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. Fuck yeah. No, I just, I, yeah, I, I really love that. And I love that you're like, taking the time out of your life to be like, yo, I actually think that it's time for that. I can make this step. And like, it's a process and it's a vulnerable process. And at least you're letting yourself be vulnerable and do a big step that you're going to, that you're fully capable of. Like you're going to like rock this, like by any means, like you, you you needed it for the period of time that it helped you. And if you needed it again, you know, it's there, but truthfully, like it's, it's a tool that you've used it to the extent that you need it. And you're going to be great. Like truthfully, you're going to be on a, a state that's like naturally you. And like you did I'm all really the excited. work the time. I'm like really be. excited to like learn who Soleil is 100% um, without any influences. Um, so yeah, I, that's, that's kind of like where I'm at. I mean, I know that at the end of the day, I got me and... I've got other people as well that are super supportive and I've got this podcast. What do you got? I got a job. I have a job. I have everything that I need to succeed. Exactly. I have everything. I have everything that I need. You got you mama. So should we wrap it? We're back. Yeah. We're back. We're back, dude. It's crazy. So Grace, let me ask you, let me ask you real quick. Yeah. You down to ride? Next question. (laughs) Of course. Always have been. All right. You guys, we're fucking back. 
We've got some cool things planned, a couple tricks up our sleeve. We are refocusing and recentering. It's going to be different formats. We're going to keep trying new things. We're going to keep growing. We're going to keep evolving. And we're going to keep sharing with you as much as you'll let us. So rock with us. Talk with us. Lean with us. Rock with us. Rock with us. Um, we love you guys. We needed that month, but we're fucking stoked to be back. Uh, writers, hop on in, because uh, we about to take off. Hell yeah, baby. Yeah, so we just kind of wanted to touch base with this quick little EP. Um, tune in with what's going on with us, What what's up, what's popping, where we're at mentally, you know, spiritually. Um, we'd love to hear from you guys, too. Um, yeah, we're going to... We have a lot... Of, a lot more fun and planned and me and Solaire are going to meet up and, and figure out how we can make this the best for everybody um, to listen because we don't just at do the it end for of ourselves. The day, yeah. At the, I think at the end of the day, even if we don't know what it's going to be, we know we want to be a part of it and we want to keep experimenting with it and we want to keep rocking with it and rocking with you guys because this has been an episode of self-reflection in the last year grace and myself we've we've both grown we've both shrank we've both tried new things and met new people and put ourselves out there and we've been broken down and we've been picked back up but at the end of the day what has been constant is this podcast in this way of connecting with ourselves with each other and with you guys so we're fucking excited like i said um we're coming back refreshed uh, we're off maternity leave and uh, we're ready to fucking ride. So we will see you guys. Check in with us on social media. We're back. I'm at FBG Slay. She is at dot. Wait, Gracie. There we go. Dot Makiota. We are at you down to ride. Peace. Peace. Easy. Money. <laughs>